right, we're live and we're rolling, and this is The Real Venture. I'm your co-host, Peyton. And I am your co-host, Luke, and we are entering the world of business by starting a few companies of our own. So we decided to create this podcast as a platform so that we could ask other successful entrepreneurs the questions that we need answered in order to help our business grow. Every single week, we are joined by CEOs, venture capitalists, artists, co-founders, and influencers, all with one thing in common, they're young entrepreneurs. The only thing I'm gonna need you to do is hit that subscribe button below so you never miss a conversation. Every single Wednesday, Luke and I are going to be right here and we can't wait for you to join us. So the first deep dive in this Build Your Business series, um, we kind of overviewed how you know, you should think about all the different steps in getting something rolling. Um, and so we wanted to take the time to dive into the first one, mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, founding team, which is one of the kind of more obvious ones, but also probably the most important because these are the people that you're going to have to work with for the foreseeable future um, on something that's really hard. And uh, there's a, almost certainly going to be a lot of conflict. And so they need to be people that, that uh, you can get through that with. So without further ado, what, Peyton, do you think are kind of the main things that, you know, say, obviously you and I are working together now, but let's just say you took a step back from it. And what would you say for the next business that you would want to look for in somebody um, just from the the get go uh, to think about this? So um, I think the most important thing is a little introspection and understanding what you bring to the table, what you're really good at. And then the hardest thing in all of this, and especially I feel like you know, this kind of relates to a lot of entrepreneurs is, you know, everybody has a little bit of an ego. Um, I think you kind of have to, it's a very competitive world. So being able to admit your faults and understand what you don't do well is really, really important because that's kind of your missing half that you have to go out there and search for and, and, and find that very, very few people, uh, you know, Elon Musk is pretty much the only person that comes to my mind could do it all on their own. Um, and wow. I, I mean, he, and he really he didn't, didn't. I mean, no, yeah, he couldn't, yeah, right? he couldn't. Right. And he's like, everybody regards him as maybe the, the most successful, the most successful. And yeah. And he could, he couldn't do it on his own. Right. He had gaps, um, in his, uh, in his abilities and that's something that's really important to understand. So, um, I think, you know, going out there and, and understanding what you bring to the table and then how you go about solving, figuring out the rest. Yep, exactly. And, and um, that kind of brings up a good point, which is like um, the introspection on the skill side, but also the introspection on the personal side of like you said it, everybody's got an ego, especially in this world, uh, at least most people do. And so finding other people who are willing to set aside their egos for the greater good of like what you're trying to do mm-hmm. um, is not really that easy because everybody's going to go into it with the mindset of like, um, they have some person or some thing in mind that at the end of this, they're going to be um, or at least that the product will be representative of them. And so you need to make sure that everybody's aligned on, on like that longer term vision of what you're doing. So looking at people both from a pure skill perspective, but also and in, in, uh, uh, like a, a more personal agreeability, uh, not to the point of not challenging anything that anybody says to each other, almost you want the opposite of that, but uh, people that aren't going to put themselves above what you're trying to do. Um, you're going to be spending a lot of time with this person um, and have a lot of conversations with them. So they need to be somebody at the end of the day that you don't want to strangle. Um, yeah. But also at the same time, like Luke said, you guys need to challenge each other um, and, you know, you know, put put 
lines in the sand and, and, and stand up for, for what you believe in, because at the end of the day, that, you know, internal competition is going to help produce the best product yep. for your business. So, you know, once you kind of figure some of that stuff out, Luke, how do you go out building your, how do you go find your co-founder? How do you build out this team? Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously we were very lucky in that we have known each other since we were like four or whenever you, whenever I was born, but a mm -hmm. uh, long time. So um, I think generally where I've had success finding people to work with, you know, has been in communities of people that I already know are kind of on similar paths. So it's kind of fun that we're starting something like this podcast, because I think a lot of the people listening to this probably are all right. If you take the you know, few hundred people who would listen to this episode, a lot of them are probably in the same boat, mm -hmm. right? Either they already have something or they're, they're kind of like, it'd be really cool. Like I kind of have an idea. I'd love to find somebody to work on it with. And there's probably some people listening that would be good working together. Um, but you know, in school, there were a few ways to do that. Right. But then when you're not in school, like there's no concentrated place where everybody is just kind of there together. So you have to go out and find it, right. Get into your local startup type scene in the city that you're in, move somewhere that's a little bit more, um, friendly towards that stuff, get online, find online communities of people who are at least interested in new ways of doing things. Um, and from that, you'll make friends, you'll make uh, uh, good like relationships with these people who have um, solid skill sets that you can understand and then begin to trust. Um, but I, I don't know, anything to add to that? I mean, so, you know, I mean, I've been, I've been fortunate that I've been working in Austin for the last two and a half years and just like Luke said, you know, kind of being around this community and, and Austin being such a tech driven city, there are so many people that are, you know, have, have the dream are, are working, but maybe doing something else. And they actually have great skill sets. So looking around your friend circle, sometimes too, you can begin to see, um, you know, we're definitely, um, using some of our friends down here. Uh, they're helping us build our products because they bring tremendous skill sets. Um, and you know, we would have never met them or, or had any communication with them if it wasn't for, you know, living in the same city and, and stuff like that. So you'd, you'd be surprised how close to home some of those people could be. And, and then it could even be family like Luke and I. Totally. And, and when we talked to, uh, to Mike, like a little while ago, he, he touched on this, but like being able to get warm introductions to other people that you're interested in, everybody's probably in the, in the types of people that you want to be working with probably one or two people most away. So if you do some research on types of people that you would want to work with, or you've heard about people that are really interesting and you just want to get to know more, maybe they're not the actual person that you end up starting something with, but they will know a ton more people. Um, and that's actually happened to me where I, I was talking about something that I'd wanted to work on was a couple of years ago. Uh, and a faculty member at a university um, had been talking to another uh, person who was really interested in something very similar and we connected and ended up working together for about a year um, just because of kind of this mutual connection that ended up turning into uh, mutual interest in a, in a product. So um, I think using your network as much as possible to get feelers out and then from there you got to trust that those people in your network will end up growing that for you. So once you bring these people into your network, the, you know, kind of tying back into the ego thing is you know, you're going to have to figure out ways to keep them involved and keep them a part of it and incentivize them to continue to work on building. And that kind of takes you into a really awkward conversation about giving up a little bit of equity uh, to bring these in. And I think that that's, uh, that journey looks different for every single person and, and company based on what, on what they need to do. But that's kind of what Luke and I are experiencing right now is we're starting to uh, 
think about how we want to use some of our equity to, to bring on some founding team members, people that we really need to help us continue to grow our businesses. Um, you know, I mean, what, what have you kind of learned about that, that process? Sure. I mean, I think there's like different steps to it, right? Like you and I have put in a good bit of our own money and a lot of our time over the last year into this thing to get the product to the point that it's at now. Um, and I think that anybody that you want to be along for the ride for that vague and uncertain of a time, but it's still very uncertain now, right? But that vague and uncertain of a time until now, um, where you still don't even have a product, you don't even have uh, any interest from customers, like those people you need to be in all the way, right? Like those are, those are equal partners, almost certainly, unless there's a very clear distinction. But if you have people who are starting this thing from scratch and only own 10% of the business and you own 90%, you can't expect that person to really be. No, they'll give you exactly what their, what their equity is in the company yeah. is the yeah. equity of effort that they'll give, give you. you one ninth that effort. So, so that's, that's the first thing, right? But then once you do have a little bit of traction and, and you've proved a little bit of product market fit, the, uh, most important thing to remember is that your ownership of the company is, is the, you know, the future power and the future um, uh, decision making that that company needs in order to move forward. Right. And so the more you give up of that early, uh, you know, the less opportunity you're going to have later to kind of continue to direct that business. Um, so I think the most important thing to build on that um, is all those new people you're bringing in. Like we're talking to a few people we want to bring in early on a sales perspective. Um, and we'd love them to be very much involved uh, from an ownership perspective, but giving up more than a few percentage points of equity kind of ends up becoming uh, a, a problem from a business operations perspective as you fundraise and continue to dilute yourself as a as an early, early founder. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I think that that's kind of the biggest thing, but. Yeah, and it's, um, you know, it's business is full of, um of tough decisions and that's just one of them, but it's a necessary evil and something that if you do it correctly could really help you advance your business and, and take you to where you need to go. Yep, so uh, I, I guess that's kind of summary of how we've approached thinking about founding, what we've learned. Um, there's obviously way more that we don't know yet and I'm sure we will continue to learn it, but um, hopefully this serves as an interesting initial place to start. Yep, keep it real everybody. All right, guys, uh, if you want to continue this discussion, follow us on our social media, our Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebooks will all be in the description of this episode. Hop on there, shoot us a DM, hit us up with whatever concerns, questions, comments that you guys have. We'd love to continue building that community on there. Next, subscribe to wherever you're listening to this, iTunes, Spotify, Google, Amazon, Overcast, you name it, we got it. And the only other thing I'm going to add is... As you're subscribing to those platforms, hop on there, give us rates and reviews, especially on Apple Podcasts. Five-star ratings and a uh, and, and a comment go a really long way. Helps us continue to to climb up the charts and you know continue to to spread this to to all corners of the world and allow us to continue to bring on great guests. We really appreciate you guys for everything, and we're excited to see you next week.